Hey, welcome everybody. This is Tony with today's Family Talk. Um, this is going to be my first episode, and I think I want to do more of a a more of an, an introduction of you know what my thoughts are and and you know what I think about or why um, why I'm doing this. I mean, there's got to be a reason why people do things, and uh, I'm going to let you know. I'm going to tell you. Uh, so, um, first things first. I I truly believe that a lot of uh, problems, um, you know, going back to the old dinner table thing, is uh, my past or my patterns of childhood and such. I was not taught this at all, but but we did have discussions at, at our table, but they were never. Um, not very productive, you know, being, you know, half Italian, and my father was more of a um, Pennsylvania Dutch, you know, they're mostly German, um, very passive, not talking, my mom was very, very, if anybody knows me, and my, you know, was my mom, she was very outspoken, you know, never left the house, old school Italian, um, so I'm very grateful that she taught me um, <clears throat> speak Italian and stuff, you know, she kept that whole thing, that whole the language within the family, which I really appreciate that. And now that they're, you know, they're both not, they're not here any longer. They're both past. Uh, so anyways, <clears throat> I, you learn things in your childhood as you, as you get older, you know, the older you get, the more, or I hope not everybody, but I, I, at least I did. You learn more of gratitude and you learn things of how you were taught you know, these patterns of conversations and, 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 and what you've been taught and what you learn. And most of the time, um, a lot, a lot of failed relationships come from these, from, from this pattern. Um, not every, not everybody, but I'm thinking most people will copy that pattern, which, um, it, and I was on that path. I, I did do that, you know, um, you know, very destructive. My mom's always screaming, fighting, yelling, very controlling. I'm not saying all Italians are, but that's what, you know, what I taught, thought to believe to be true. You know, when you're growing up, you're learning everything from your parents, from example. Um, and so, not that everything is stemmed around the dinner table, but a lot of times back in the past, even before I was born, you know, back in the 50s, 60s, you know, I was born in the late 60s, um, even 70s. There was a lot of you know, people sat down for dinner because both mom and dad didn't always work. Mom was a part-time person, so you know, she would cook and such. You know, the, the nuclear family thing, you know, that, that's what happened. So people did have that family time, that, that you know, talk. Uh, but today's talk is very different, you know, um, because there isn't it. There is no talk. You know, we're not getting together with dinner. So I think <clears throat> a lot of the stuff stems from, you know, conversations. You know, what, what, you know what we realize and recognize and acknowledge that what we're doing uh, from the past. So it took me very, you know, many years of of, of observing, observe, observation of. Uh, you know what I perceive to be normal compared to what really is normal, and what conversations are normal. You know, when I was brought up, I was more or less of not listening to anything anybody said at all. 
because uh, <clears throat> that's what my mom did. She was very outspoken, talked, she yelled and screamed all the time. It was all about her. So we never had a chance. You know, when we did talk, it was it was yelling or 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 fighting back just to be heard. So so in my childhood, I'm taught that you know sitting at the dinner table and all day long and what you know whatnot. I'm going to school. I didn't know what conversations were like. What are, you know? What are, what 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 do I need to say? What do I know? Uh, um, you know, when it when it comes to when you're growing up, you're you're thinking that it's normal to completely ignore, um, you know, what your kids are saying. And, you know, you're just very authoritative. You just tell them, you know, tell them what to do. And they're gonna do it, and that's a good obedient kid. Um, but that didn't work very well for me. Or I don't think that works well well for anyone, to be honest with you. But that's just I'm going back is what I believe to be true growing up, you know. Um, and you know, my dad saying nothing basically, my mom saying everything. So that's the way it went. Like my mom was dominating the, the family. Um, so <clears throat> when you get older and you start a family, regardless whether it's young, you're young or older. I don't think it makes a difference, but it does make a difference if you start young like I did, because you're still a child, you know, in your teen years, you're still not knowing what is um, uh, normal or not. So, you know, you're, you're, you're reflecting this pattern that you've been taught. So you, you emotionally are very reflective to what you think a good parent is. Um, and many times your intentions are good. No, they're not, you're not, you're not, you're not picking that good and bad parent and you're going to choose the bad parent. You're not. And and I'm not saying there are, that is a bad parent or a good parent. What I'm saying is the choices you're making are more or less from what you've been taught to be a good parent. So that's when you, like, if you're a teenager and like I was, you know, as a parent, you know, being a parent, that, you know, coming from a dysfunctional parent, that doesn't work very well. So you go many years of really learning or understanding what works, what doesn't work. So unfortunately, I had to go almost 20 years or longer before you really understood, you know, what doesn't work anymore. At what age, you know, like a 10-year-old doesn't understand, you know, you have to go through that, through that, um, through that time, uh, experience and wisdom, you know, you learn. And that's something you can't, you can't take. I mean, once you learn it, and you get the wisdom, it's there forever. And it's how you utilize it that's really important in my in my experience and what I'm getting at is. So when I, you know, getting older, a lot of conversations, uh, especially the, the, the parents, you know, if we go to the parents, you know, I, they, you know the, the, around the dinner table, you know, now looking back, I, th- you know, when you're at the dinner table, you're talking about how your day is and, you know, and such. But that's kind of, you know, sometimes it's a recipe for disaster because, you know, mom and dad are sitting there with a smile and everything's fine, you know, but deep inside, they want to have conversations to really, you know, um, they really want to know things that they're not going to do in front of their children. But uh, it's more than how your day is going that day. You know, there's a lot more that we, we hold in. And when you're a, when you're young, you just a lot of times start argument or what because you have no idea. Uh, how to have a good, uh, <clears throat> not even a good argument, to be honest with you, or reflectively, you have no idea. But getting back to the, the point here, 
what you learn to be true uh, in parenting, especially, you know, conversations, you bring it along to the dinner table when you get older. If there is a dinner table or any communication, that's, that's what ends up happening. A lot of times, that's where the problems begin because nobody's really expressing what they really feel. And there's going to be a, a lot of episodes on specific things like, you know, family loss, uh, depression, and, and such that the family, and I'm, I think I'm going to focus more on, on the parents right now conversations because that's kind of, uh, even though a lot of this can be on the child's perspective because that's something that nobody does as far as I can tell. Uh, we always focus on I, you know, we're kind of selfish in a way thinking, you know, mom's right or dad is right. But reality is there's three, you know, the children, especially when the children are involved in a family talk, um, they should really come first. And But the, the mom and dad are kind of controlling the environment of what gets talked about. So that's that's the thing. The the parents don't know, or I didn't. And a lot of parents do. I mean, some some parents do know this a little better, and it's still kind of and it works. But if you're two parents and you can't have conversations that are are very important, um, you know, as in communicating effectively. Um, and it can't be conversation. A lot of times, you know, when you're when you're in your, I'm not knocking down 20s and 30s and such at all. Don't take this the wrong way. Um, but things do change after that age. So how you how you perceive things and how you how you how you look at life, especially if you have a lot of experience with children and such. But a lot of the topics that come up are not, you know, we're talking about what's going on today. You know, going out, having fun. Um, a, lot, a lot of the parents together. Um, the number one thing is when you're younger is you talk about being happy or not, you know, then as in, um, you know, if the mom brings it up, you know, I'm not happy. The number one thing that happens is a divorce out of that or a separation. And my thing is that's only because they're bringing up to the table um, the wrong conversation because, and okay, I mean, let's, think, let's, let's think about it this way. What if you're not happy within yourself and you don't know who you are? You're not going to be happy. The other, let's say the father in this situation, he's not going to, he's going to get threatened. He's going to do the guy thing. Uh, but at the end of the day, it happiness comes with, from within. And, and as you get older, you kind of, you'll get it. You get it more than when you're younger. Not everybody, but for the most, I'm talking generally speaking. So I'm just giving an example, like, you know, the wife will come bring to the table and start conversations like, well, she's not happy and it's all the guy's fault. So the guy's not going to know how to handle that situation. My thing would be is because we're, we're, we're afraid. We're afraid to have conversations. And, you know, and I, and I know, believe me, I've been in this situation a million times as a guy. Instead of saying something such as, well, why aren't you happy? You know, which sounds pretty simple, right? I mean, it sounds very simple to me, but we're not, a lot of us don't do that because we're afraid that it's because of you. So it, it stems into something, it spirals into something else that it has nothing to do with um, um, moms, let's say. I'm just, this is just an example. Generally, this is the big, one of the bigger things I've seen. I've, I've heard and experienced and I see it a lot. You know, 
um, the woman's not, you know, not happy. And it's sometimes it'll be very little, little times. It's, it's materialistic things. And for just for the record, not, not, I don't know everything, you know, just because I'm telling you this doesn't mean I experienced this whole thing. I'm not perfect, believe me, at all. I'm just acknowledging or bringing to the table how these conversations may appear and how they could turn a different way. You know, if you, if you have a different perspective of things and that the um, conversations, you're always apt to take a different direction. So, <clears throat> as an example, my, you know, one of, you know, <clears throat> my ex comes to me or your wife now or whatever and says, you know, I'm not happy. That's the conversation. The family talk, so to speak. Uh, traditionally, that's that doesn't end well. And we all know, we all know, you know, guy gets defensive. And mom says it's either money or, or intimate things or whatever. There's always something. Uh, but the truth is, if you, if you know, as a guy, or if you say something such as, and these are just suggestions, by the way, and opinions, nothing, you don't need a, a PhD to have open conversations at all, whatsoever. You do not. I'm not saying you don't need to go see a therapist or anything, but a lot of things, we, we know how to communicate more effectively and ask and listen. We, we, could, we could resolve ourselves. But, but anyways, if we said some, asked something like, well, why you're unhappy? And, uh, I'm just, I'm pulling this out of the hat too. I'm, I'm just going by whatever. Uh, let's say she says money wise. <clears throat> She's not happy. You know, we're poor and I've been in this route. I've been, I've been like down the road. Believe me. Um. We don't have enough money. We're struggling. I'm not happy. You know, um, typically, uh, the guy would start reflecting back negative. It would. It wouldn't turn out. Well, I'm doing the best I can, and blah blah. And then she's gonna say, I, "I do the best I can." But you know, opening conversations, saying such as, "I'm not saying this is reality. This is what I do. I, I don't want and anybody to take any of this the wrong way. I'm not perfect. I'm just opening up suggestions for." For a typical family to help them, because my thing is to help. You know, I'm a Christian. I like. I want to help people. I, you know, I just want to make sure that's clear. But if I, if, I, if the husband said something, this is just an example. Says something such as, "Well, well, well, I am. You know, I'm working hard. You know what? You know, and reflect back on another question from that. As in, well, what can we do? So typically, you know, making the problem. A problem as a team is a very helpful gesture. So such as, you know what, you're right. You know, because I didn't, you know, graduate and such. You know, I, I, I get, you know, maybe my self-esteem. You know, I'm not perfect. I'm, I, I can't. I'm not making that much. You know, as much. You know, we have three kids. Let's say. So, the thing that the, the husband should say, or is, you know what, acknowledge that that is a happening. That's a reality. Acknowledge that. Yes, you are right. I don't make enough money, but the response is should be more as a team. As you know, what well, what 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 should we do? As in going in the wrong direction. Um, uh, from my opinion, from my from my experience, 
at asking back, what shall we do? Is very different from, well, I'm doing the best I can. You know, basically, you're insulting me. I'm out of here. I mean, that's the typical nine out of ten times when really the woman's kind of asking or pleading for, we don't have enough money coming in the house. And and even if the mom or most typically it's the woman in this case, that's why I say that. I mean, typically doesn't have to be, but, but if, if you said that and then she said, and then keeps going, you can still keep acknowledging. Yes. You know, yeah, of course I'm making a funny, but you know, what are some of your thoughts or suggestions? So that opens up a whole different door, a different path of together we're, we're going to figure this out. Because a lot, of, a lot of times in these today's family talks are very polarized, very dividing, and, and it's not something that has been happening to us as a. It's systemically happening through the media. There, we are being taught that. The guy is not in charge. The woman's in charge. And the guy's in charge. The woman's not in charge. It's either or. There's no team effort. There's no family effort at all whatsoever. All you need to do nowadays, according to the media, is go to counseling and everything will be fine or work on it. But the truth is, that is not going to ever help anybody. So acknowledging that being heard will be usually... The reason I'm saying this is because when you're using... The idea that, yes, I understand where you're coming from. We, I don't make enough money. You're not saying, you know what, I'm a loser. You're basically saying, yes, you're right. I'm acknowledging what you're saying to be true. So in all conversations, uh, and this a lot of this comes from uh, Dr. Um, Jordan Peterson, which that's what he does. And it's, it's one of the things that I think is very, people should utilize as in, and, and myself, is when somebody says something, you have to kind of, uh, own up to it and then kind of work in that direction because w- when you're making things you know like, like I was saying everything's polarized and, and dividing nowadays you're making it worse by by going in a different direction like of self selfishness and the, the man and woman do this and this goes for any couple you can be the same gender couple because I've seen this I've been dealing with this stuff for the last you know, 30 years off and on since I've been 17, 16, 17 years old, I've been a parent. So, you know, that's a long time. Um, and I do know and have friends that are same sex couple, you know, them, you know, they've gone through a divorce and bad communication. And I'm not saying it's because of that, but specifically um, that's a different conversation we can have later on as you know they're still having the same problem you know not you know the kids and they're, they're caught in the middle and blah so it doesn't really matter uh, and I don't want to get into the, the you know yes I'm for for the family but I don't think that should be the topic or the the focus the focus is you know if you're a family and everybody's the same gender you're still a family so I would rather focus on that rather than then, because uh, that comes up a lot, you know, people like, well, you're, you're focused on a man and woman. Yes, of course, because that's nine out of ten or more of the time. So I have to go with and speak for what's going on, you know, with the divorce rates and such, uh, which is usually mom and dad. Um, but I'm not going to restrict it to anything else. I'm not. So, 
and I, and I see the same exact problems, but that's a whole different conversations, whole different podcasts, whole different um, discussions. But I just want you to know that I'm not against all that. And this is, that is also everything I talk about is about the family. The family doesn't even have to be all blood. But most nine, 99% of the time, it is. So that I have to focus on that 90-something percent, um, which that's the way it goes. <clears throat> so, anyways, <clears throat> acknowledging, like, Peterson, he, and, and I agree with him very much, I really do, is it's very easy to get into, our, usually the arguments start, contentiousness starts all the, the talks. They always go in the opposite direction, right? And I think if people learned on a, on a, on a level of, um, uh, as it's a company, it would be very differently. Like if you're a couple, a mom and a dad, whether you're divorced or not, should make no difference of you're still mom and dad, so to speak, or dad and dad and mom and mom. You're still the parents, regardless. It makes no difference whether you're together or not. None of these discussions are, but there are different discussions that we can look further into. But, <clears throat> having the the parent <clears throat> uh, more or less acknowledge that you know what yeah I, I see your point I can understand why you would think that and uh, okay so what do you think it's so much more valid it's so much more uh, that this is just one little piece of the you know thing that I think it's very important, you know, when you, when you get older at the table or, or conversations, I think if, if I had to talk about anything, I think the most important conversations is that I've learned that go wrong is that one specific little, uh, and that's today's world is completely out of control. Nobody ever says, you know what? I see your point and I can understand where you're coming from. I get it. I really, I, I, you know, and whether you'll say something as I envy you or I'm jealous or I admire you for that, it's a whole different story. So you can respect somebody, you can still have conversations or, and disagree, sort of, more or less. Because you're not disagreeing, but if it was more of a company, like I was saying, you wouldn't be acting as in mine and yours. You'd be acting like the company. So I think moving forward, people should start thinking as in the family, a company as in the family. What's in the best interest of the family? Now that goes regardless <clears throat> of if you're together or not either. It really does. It makes no difference whether you're together or not. You're still a family. If you have a new wife, a new husband, a new husband, a new wife, and whatever, don't, when it comes to children, which is completely different another discussion the children should not be involved in the middle at all whatsoever they should not be involved in it the mom still sees the kids the dad still sees the kids or the mom and mom still see the kids or the dad and dad even if they're not together still should uh, they should drop everything like a company and see what is in the best interest of the child or the family because the best interest for a child would always be to still have a mother or father. Um, and I'm not even going to get into the courts right now because that's a completely different conversation. 
and I don't agree with them at all whatsoever because everything I'm saying to you right now they're doing the opposite and this is why we're at where we're at so I'm gonna be one of those guys going against the grain because I know what's right and morally I know families should always come first when it comes to kids and conversations always should pertain to um, if anybody you know if I can you know not teach anybody anything because I don't think I can teach anybody anything but uh or myself either but you know is to understand empathy and gratitude that is gratitude empathy is the number one thing for any today's family talk so to speak if any talk conversations you go into at the table at any time you step back and you really think of I can really understand where you're coming from first and then you make your point because a lot of times uh, these discussions you know um, families and what you've been taught in your past we're not doing that now so we're not saying okay I heard that guy talk about um understand the other point you know but that, I wasn't taught that so I think that's where the acknowledgement which where I think I went off track a little bit is we're taking that from our patterns and we're not changing it for what we what we want it to be so a lot of times our future our kids are mirror image and examples of what we do or how we act but you can always change because I always tell people there's no such thing as yesterday and tomorrow there's only today right now so you can change your whole life right now. Forget about yet, because yesterday doesn't doesn't yesterday patterns and such doesn't exist. It's all in your mind. There isn't. I mean, not to sound deep or anything, but I mean, really think about it. Common sense. There's no such thing as yesterday because um, it's only in our minds. So the only reason we know yesterday was. Saturday, let's say, or Sunday, or whatever, whatever day it is, it's because it's in our in our minds individually. We all know yesterday was our calendar tells us that. So if we didn't have a calendar, we didn't keep track of any time. I mean, think about it. You would start over every day. Would be like a brand new day. So what would I like to do? What would I like to change about my past? Whatever you like to change about your past, you do it now. You do it today. And that goes for conversations, as you know. Listening you know, to the other people, listen to the other person, exp- you know, expressing what really hurts you. And there's going to be a lot. There's going to be a lot of podcasts, and some one of them are, is grief and and loss. You know, uh, and that's a whole different fall apart. But people don't know how to express. Um, like at my age now, back in, you know, 25 years ago, 30 years ago, I wouldn't had no idea how to handle the stuff I'm handling now and I really commend I commend you know anybody in their early 20s or younger or such you know the loophole parents I, I, I that's something that I'm going to be talking about in the future is really truly understanding and helping that person rather than you know that's another conversation and a lot of that conversation is almost exactly to what I'm saying today. Is that any conversation that you start at the table or anywhere is understanding where the other person is coming from first. 
rather than your own because even when it comes to a loss or something you'll never if you're both your parents have not passed away when your spouse has you have no idea i mean you can say which would still help as i can understand where you're coming from uh, but the next sentence should be i don't want to get into, into another show or something else is should be you know what can i do to help you and that might take some separation but I don't mean separating physically. I mean as in spiritually or, you know, that person might need you when they need you, but not when you think you need, they need you because usually you're wrong. Um, and that's also part of the, you know, taking your patterns as, as a child where you've been taught compared to when you get older, you'll know exactly um, well, not exactly. When you get older, you know what you may, what you wanted to change as your childhood or your patterns. But some, most people do not change it because of fear or of, you're afraid of change. Because, you know, media and everybody tells you that, every, you know, yesterday is still here today. Every day. It never goes away. Nothing, there's no, nothing good to look forward to. Uh, which there is, you know. Waking up in the morning is a blessing or... Um, is a new day more or less so um, most of the, the the these podcasts are, are are surrounded about from this is probably going to be one of my first introduction you know episode one so to speak as in um, opening up conversations that the, you know how to make that first step to kind of make things better but it's not going to solve everything but it's definitely if I if I can change one person to say, hey, you know what, I got it. You know, I'm gonna have to really practice that, you know, because I don't do that at all. I, I walk all over her. You know, every time she says she feels something, you know, I uh, I don't listen first and kind of understand where they're coming from, or I can see why you're, you know, whatever. Even if you don't, I'm not saying you say it, but but you have to try to understand it more or less or where they're coming from. Walk their walk, at least for you know a minute or two before you express your point then you're opening conversations it's an open conversation as in um, both of you are um, um, talking with each other not against each other um, that would be my first that's my you know with your patterns and such that's how um, <clears throat> uh, I think that's what's most important of any conversation to start off with and you know what if 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 you if you're hearing my my episode my shows and you know anything helps just to see things a little differently than what you did before that's my goal in life i don't i don't really care about money so to speak or 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 anything else all i care about is helping people see a different perspective of you are worthy you can make better and I, I'm a firm believer of old school of family comes first, uh, and and in the future I'm gonna talk about you know your you know when your parents pass away and how you look at things and you know and such. But today's thing I want to stay on is how important it is to strike the first conver- you know sentences, as in listening first at any table, um, and understanding where that person is coming from. And if, and if you don't understand it, 
um, you can use um, words such as, well, let me try to understand where you're coming from. You know, um, the old school way would be something like, you know, is, is, is this clear? Is this, this is what you're saying? But sometimes that that can be misleading because somebody can take that as in, you know, make it, you're mocking them or, or if they're under, this is the problem with that. I have done it in my past, you know, they'll, I'll say something like, let me see if I get this, understand this correctly. This is what you're saying. And how you're saying it, they're going to say no, because you're understanding it wrong, rather than saying in conversations at the table as in, well, you know what? I don't understand. I don't understand. Help me understand that. It's so much more uncontentious than, um, let me understand this. Is this what you're saying? Because that could be a yes. That's a open. That's a closed-ended question. It's yes or no. So that's already contentious by itself. Uh, apparently, I learned something like my college experience. But um, so, anyways, yeah. I hope everybody, you know, joins me for all my other episodes. Some of them may sound controversial, but a lot of it is to have people dramatically see things very differently. Like how important your family and talks and conversations are in life in general. Um, very important to me. I think it's very important to everybody. And we kind of deny it. We, 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 we just go on every day like zombies of, you know, being emotionally, um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Kind of um, just ex- over-expressing feelings that may not necessarily be what you really want to say. And, and I'm definitely a, a, a guilty of that, you know, speaking two languages. And I can always, sometimes I can't always get out what I'm saying. Um, because I don't have an accent, you know, because I, I do speak fluent Italian, but I don't have an accent. So, you know, then it's, it's, you know, but I do in a way, a sense is I hesitate a lot because, because I have two languages. So, uh, well, anyways, hopefully you guys join me for my next episode. Um, I hope let's, um, you know, bring the family back together and it doesn't matter, um, to me what the family is of but a, a lot of it is biological parent you know parents is where I'm coming from mostly but this helps out all families to eliminate or alleviate some helping some you know contentious um, conversations that may arise and it's going to take practice so but hey Everybody have a good day and uh, join me on my next, um, make sure you subscribe. Uh, Join me on my next one. I'm not sure exactly what that is yet. So anyways, have a good day.